I want to welcome everyone back to SaltCast. I'm Bob Turner, and I am the director of the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training, otherwise known as SALT. And we are continuing our discussion today with uh, brothers Johnny Vincent and Danny Cash. They serve as elders for the congregation in Martin, Tennessee. And so I want to welcome both of you back and thank you for taking time to visit with us about the congregation and your work with them during this pandemic. Well, there are several areas that I'd like for us to talk about this session, and I do want to remind everyone that if they haven't had a chance to listen to our first session, I'd like to encourage them to go back and to take some time to listen to the things that you shared with us, because there are a number of areas there that were really foundation or foundational for what we're going to talk about today, uh, one of which had to do with the Connect Teams. And uh, I really encourage people to go back. I don't think we need to reiterate that. I think that uh, people need to listen to that and, and kind of learn from that because I think that's such a great tool to help you as elders in connecting with the congregation and keeping them connected to each other. But where I would like to start is this. How have you as elders grown in your relationship with each other? And how have you grown as leaders? specifically during this, this crisis or this pandemic. It's, it's been said that it's during a time of crisis that leaders really shine. They step up and, and you really begin to see who, who the leaders are. And so I think it's important to know what your perspectives are on how you have grown as leaders and how you've grown in your relationship to each other. Well, to me, what has helped us is with like with any huge problem, it's been a humbling effect. Uh, the pandemic put, I guess you'd say, pressure on us that we had never experienced that type of pressure. And because of that, we were put in a position that it almost seemed overwhelming at times. Right. Because of that humbling effect, it gives you the opportunity to be more spiritually minded. That's, I think that's just something that's, that's Christ-like in nature. But what we mentioned it on the first session, what I think has brought the elders probably closer together is our communication. Uh, Johnny mentioned it. We probably have text messaging going on almost every day. Now, we've always met every week, once a week. Normally, it's after Wednesday night services. And we continue to have those meetings. But now, because of the extenuating circumstances and the difficulties that we're dealing with, we're communicating pretty much every day. Uh, when you communicate with someone, you draw closer to them. That's just that's just nature. So that I think has probably helped us as much as anything to grow closer together. Now, as far as being stronger, I hope that's the case. Uh, I would like that if you talk to a member from our congregation, they would tell you that their leaders have grown stronger. Uh, we don't always feel that way, I'll be honest with you. Because of that humbling effect, because of that uh, overwhelming feeling sometimes, we feel like we are, as we should feel, at God's mercy. Uh, so a lot of times all we can do is lay at his feet. So that has caused us to be even more prayerful, which again will help you grow spiritually. And, and right. hopefully through this process, we have grown spiritually and we have grown strong. So you mentioned, and I think this is being experienced by everyone, is just the 
it, it's such a unique circumstance and it is overwhelming to try to figure out the right decisions to make and especially, you know, when to bring everybody together and how to bring them together. But as you think about the past year, as as elders, what has been the most challenging for you in dealing with this pandemic? And and what do you think has been the most challenging for the congregation overall in dealing with this pandemic? Basically, it's the hope and the prayer that we bring everybody together every time that we can and not have a problem, not have sickness, not call someone to be sick. Right. We don't know exactly what to do every day and what to do every Sunday or every Wednesday. And we struggle. We struggle that if we all get together and someone gets sick or some worse, then what have we done wrong? And so that's been a challenge for us. I will say during our meetings, we have we meet every Wednesday, but we have met quite a bit more than that lately in the last two or three months discussing other things. But as we meet, we do a roundtable discussion and we draw all the information that we possibly can from every elder and every preacher knowing what we have to do and what we can do and I guess what we've got to do and hopefully we're doing the right thing. Well, I appreciate the humility, and, and I know that that is certainly something that benefits the congregation as, as they know that you struggle, uh, as they are struggling in your efforts to try to help them. So I know that 2021 is, is a big year for a lot of folks. They're hoping that it's going to be far different than 2020. And with the vaccinations that are rolling out, uh, there's a great deal more hope that uh, at least for the most part, that things will return somewhat to a more normal approach to the way that we've lived. And so I, I'd like to know what you as elders have planned, uh, either the next six months or over the next year. What does that look like for the congregation? What are your plans to help them as, as you kind of move through this and come out of the pandemic and, and start looking at the direction for the church? Um, reaching the end of 2021. We feel like the congregation has been struggling to stay connected with each other simply because of the separation that's been forced upon us. So we're hoping, praying for more opportunities for fellowship. Even some of those we talked about, I think I mentioned to you earlier that we had a planning meeting last night for goals. One of those is to think outside the box if we have to. Uh, that might mean, and we have done this already, we have a big pecan grove behind our congregation that sits on the opposite side of a parking lot. We actually have worship there, and that went very well with congregation. We hope to utilize that more this year and do more uh, fellowship opportunities out there where we can all be together in some respect. We're also going to try to meet in smaller groups with the connect teams that we talked about in the last uh, episode, where that those connect teams can have some fellowship uh, opportunities within themselves. So the thing that the elders are wanting to do is get back to the visitation program that we had going before the pandemic hit uh, early part of last year. We feel like the elders want to visit 
at least one, of course we go out in twos, we want at least a pair of elders to be in every home. Uh, that may not be possible in 21, but at least get that started back where we can uh, connect personally uh, with each member. Yeah, oh, and so vital. And something you mentioned there that I think has been one of the most difficult pieces for everybody is the isolation. People have been so isolated and even though they can connect like we are through Zoom or they can watch a, a YouTube uh, online type approach, even to the worship service, it's it's challenging uh, because even though uh, they can see it, there's a difference when you're there face to face. And like you said, we're, we're made to hug and to handshake and uh, to have that fellowship with one another. And it's challenging when it doesn't exist. So one last question, <clears throat> and I'd really like each of you to respond to this question. And that is, as you think about your situation there, and and I realize every congregation is different. Every The size is different. The demographics are different. Uh, the cultures are different from one state to the next. And But just in general, what would you suggest or what advice would you give to help others, whether they're serving as elders or it's just their congregation? What What would you share with them that would help them? to move forward and to help them think about how they're going to be moving forward? Well, I wanted to make a comment about our Connect teams. Pre-pandemic, our Connect teams met a minimum of once a month together to fellowship. And they might meet one or two or three groups together, but at least one group. And every one of them met and fellowshiped in some way if it, ice cream supper, or if it was going to the lake and eat, or whatever it might be, or, or a, a fellowship meal together. That was pre. Now, post, since we've had the pandemic, that couldn't happen. But right. we want to get back to that. And if I guess if it's anything that we are really, really proud of, it's the people that we chose to run or to lead in the connect teams and the way we set the connect teams up which was a, a different culture of people i guess and the way they fellowship together and when you ask us to give advice we don't know what to do we just do the best we can <laughs> sure if i was going to give another eldership any advice I think my first statement would be to do your very best to stay open. We have had so much encouragement from the members that have been able to come back to services. And they have assured us that they'll do everything they can to assist us to continue to be uh, meeting together personally. The other thing I would suggest for a congregation, and I know this would depend on the size of the congregation, but it would be to have some good communications. You know, we not a lot of times elders assume they know what the congregation thinks. The congregation thinks the elders know what they're thinking. That's not always the case. We need windows and doors of opportunity for communications to remain open. And whatever that might mean to an individual congregation, seek that out. If it's if it's appointing a deacon to help with that, or just a member that's good at one-on-one communications where they can be a liaison between or even personal phone calls or porch visits or whatever it might take. Let the congregation 
communicate with eldership so that they can be on the same page. Because a lot of times we may go, be going in a direction that's contrary to what the congregation wants or needs. So if we can be on the same page working together, I think we can do a much better job of serving the Lord in our local communities. Well, all I can say is amen. <clears throat> I think that is that is vital and such great advice. The communication piece has been, I think, very challenging in a lot of places. Um, and I think sometimes it's because <clears throat> leaders have, have been challenged with what to communicate. And it seems to change so much from one day to the next. And so they really struggle with, okay, <clears throat> how do we communicate? What do we communicate? And how do we help keep everybody informed? So that's, that is so good. Well, I appreciate again, I appreciate both of you, Johnny and Danny. I, I appreciate you taking time to, to be with us and to share about the work that's going on there. Uh, I'm really excited about the Connect teams and that whole concept and hoping that that's going to benefit other congregations to think about how they can establish a similar type program where they're at to help them in working with their congregations. Uh, so thank you. And, and thank you both for just being available and being able to help with this discussion. It's and I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and uh, just listening each week to the various podcasts as we talk about some of the challenges of this pandemic and how various elders across the country are working through this time. And I pray that the information continues to be a blessing to each of you. Until next time, God bless.